hunting, fishing, and all things outdoors. It's not just a hobby, it's a lifestyle. Welcome to the Green Top Outdoors podcast with your host, Hunter Brooks. Welcome to another episode of the Green Top Outdoors podcast. Uh, we got a pretty interesting topic to, uh, to discuss today. With me today, I'm going to start right over here. Ben Carpenter, how you doing? Doing well, sir. How are you? Doing great. Morgan? Doing awesome. Morgan Painter. Everybody knows Morgan. Justin Boyd. Hey, guys. Welcome back. I'm glad to be back. Yeah, man. Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, what's in your bag today. And uh, when I say your bag, that is your go bag, your pack, whatever whatever it is that you leave the house with every day um, to go with you on your travels. That's what we're going to discuss. And what's because everybody has different things in those bags, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I guess first first things first is why, Ben, do you leave the house <clears throat> with a bag? And we'll, we'll get into what's what's inside the yeah. bag, but why do you leave the house with a bag? So, long story short, I can't fit all the stuff I know that I would need if I had to walk home. Right. All in my pockets. There's really no point in it. Okay. So, I carry a backpack. Uh, I got like a small cell that fits in a larger pack. That's my actual like, get-home bag in the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, and that outfits me for a good 48 hours. Okay. Morgan? Uh, historically, for me... Whatever I don't have is what I need. I got so, you. So uh, having been in lots of circumstances before where when I wasn't prepared for stuff mm-hmm. and just like even just, you know, vehicle incidents or uh, getting stuck places and uh, whenever I don't have that stuff is when when I need it. I didn't take my rain jacket to lunch today and I got rained on. <laughs> <laughs> Justin? Cool. I have similar reasons to Ben and Morgan. Um, being prepared for instances where you know things aren't going well and you need some sort of support equipment to be able to get yourself out of those situations you know having a bag is nice and to ben's point you can't always get all the tools you need in your pockets so yeah having yeah. a bag is handy for sure exactly and for me same reason just um you know i have a family now i you know i want to be able to protect my family or in, in case of an emergency if i have to uh, need a f- few things to survive. I want I want to have those things with us, whether, whether we're in my wife's car or my truck, wherever. Uh, so wherever I go, whenever I leave the house, the bag's going with me. Mm-hmm. Wherever I go, I, c- I could be going down the street, the bag is going with me, mm-hmm. no matter what. So it's it's just like, uh, uh, you know, I guess when a lady leaves the house with her purse, every her life's in that purse. Well, it's like a bag. This this backpack for me is is it's going with me. So um, first. I guess what we'll talk about is what type of bag, mm-hmm. and I mean, it, you 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 can just use an old uh, an old LL Bean backpack if that's what you got in the attic or something like that. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. Um, personally, I use a Vertex bag. I've actually got a couple of those. Um, depends on the season when I use them, but yeah. um, they both have about the equal amount of uh, space inside. But I like Vertex. Ben, how about you? Also Vertex. Also yeah, Vertex. That's my go-to. Yeah. Morgan. Like Hunter said, I started with a old high school Jansport. Literally, when I was you know 20 years old, I started carrying a bag. And I was like, hey, man, I, I, I'm not in school anymore, but I'll carry this thing. And, uh, you know, of course, graduated from that. But uh, at this point, like, I, you know, the last two bags have been Vertex bags. Uh, I really like them. Well, they're less, con- they're not as conspicuous either. Correct. You know what yeah. I mean? They're just, yeah. uh, they look like your average backpacks. They mm-hmm. have different styles. They have computer yep. bags and whatever, you know, what have you. But, uh, I, that's, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of them. They got lots of uh, lots of cool things that, that we'll, we'll discuss later. Yep. Justin. Very good. 
I'm the outlier. I use a Mystery Ranch bag. Also blitz, a very um, good bag. Oh, yeah. Very, very good. Um, it's a Blitz 35. We sell them at the store. I like it because it's really easy to scale, like, up or down, depending on what you need to do with right. it. You know, this bag also doubles as a rucksack for me. It's what I take into the woods if I need to, like, pack in sleep gear, stuff like that. Right. So it could, it could be a like a weekend bag, backpacking thing, or just a, just an everyday bag, however, however you want mm-hmm. it. And that's the thing. Both companies, they make different size bags depending on what you want. And if you're into fashion and you want it to, to match what you're wearing, to match your vehicle, whatever, uh, they they got some pretty sexy bags, too. You know yeah, what I mean? They do. Yep. Yep. So, um, so what we're going to do next is we're going to go around and we're you're going to pick something on your list. Everybody has kind of made a list of what is in their bag. And you're going to name something on your list. And we're going to kind of go around and see how similar these items are or how, how our bags are packed. And um, and I think we may discover, you know, some new things to put in our bags, or we may kind of roll our eyes at each other, or <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> there may be some of that with me, I'm sure. <laughs> There's always one, right? Yep. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. <laughs> so I'm going to go back this way. Justin, we'll start with you. Uh, you can pick anything on your list, man. What you got? So um, It can be basic, it can be unique, whatever you I, want. I would say this is pretty basic. I uh, I don't leave the house without my Catadine B-Free filter. I think mm-hmm. that um, having a means by which to clean water is paramount. You know, you can't, you can't do anything if you're not hydrated. So having a means by which to drink water should be, like, in my opinion, the first thing on everybody's list. Yep. Water, water is important. Very so good. That would be my piece of kit that, uh, you know... I throw in the hat there, so to speak. Morgan, are you yep. a water fan or? No? Uh, I am. I think I drink probably my thirty-six ounce Yeti. I, it's, we kind of joke about it at the counter. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I, I probably refill that thing eight times a day. Yeah. So big fan of water. So that being said, kind of piggybacking off of uh, what Boyd just said, I've got a uh, Sawyer Mini uh, Sawyer Mini filter that I use. Uh, same, I usually take two of them hiking. Um, they do, they can get dirty, so that's something to think about. Either have a way to uh, clean your filter um, or have a backup filter if you're if this is a if you're looking at something extended. Um, so yeah, I got a Sawyer filter and a C knock bag, um, and then to and then to build on that, uh, I, I would go with another. What I would say one of my my more commonly used items out of my bag is uh, gloves. Uh, you know, I've got I've I've used mechanics gloves for years. Uh, they are a consumable for me. Uh, if you use them enough, you wear through them. Uh, but they're great. They that you keep your uh, dexterity. You keep your you can you know stay warm in the stay warm in the winter. You can keep protect your hands from heat from you know thorns or anything like that. Uh, if you're having to get somebody out of some kind of you know vehicle rollover and there's sharp glass and sharp metal. Uh, you may want to wear some gloves. Uh, yeah, just Never gloves, know, are, man. gloves are gloves uh, are and and it's and I use them weekly. You know, multiple times a week, I find myself grabbing my gloves yeah. out of my bag. To you use may have them. to pick up a tree and move yep. it out of the out of the road, man. You never yep. know. Never know. Those were those were on my list. Gloves were on my list as well. Ben, so for <clears throat> for water specifically, I carry a Life Straw, and oh, I have yep. I got yep. three bottles of like loaded water. They're all disposable, all right. um, but the Life Straw directly feeds the top of it so i can refill the bottle from wherever uh, and sip directly through the life straw and the unit small enough it fits my pocket nice so i have means water now and i have means of you know acquiring water later yep Uh, i also have life straw in my bag and uh, i never leave the house without at least like 24 or 
about 24 ounces of water at least mm-hmm. minimum in mm-hmm. my vehicle uh, so because you never know i mean you might get stuck in traffic wherever you're just always going to need water i will say for water storage just something to think about if this is something you're going to keep in your vehicle uh it, it's not really the healthiest thing to store water in plastic for long periods of time no. if you are going to use plastic highly recommend making sure whatever you're using is a bpa free bottle yes. um so either nalgene or some of the you know consumable waters you know, the throwaway stuff you get is bpa free you just mm-hmm. need to make sure smart water bottles are a really popular choice mm-hmm. for yep. uh, for like through hikers because they are bpa free yes that's um, a good point yeah, that uh, heat heat cycling water in your vehicle um make sure it's bpa free because those chemicals can leach into your water yes good point mm-hmm. you're next ben on your list so the the next thing up i think is like a giant elephant in the room but a first aid kit mm-hmm. like if everybody doesn't have first aid it, that's like go out and buy it now yes um oh, yeah. and not necessarily pre-packed first aid kits i actually i build out on my own uh, <clears throat> it's not really specific on the season but you can spend a little bit less and sometimes get a little bit more out of building out your own first aid kit yeah you know, just do the research and do it right yeah because mm-hmm. you know some of the kits you buy there's too much stuff you don't need exactly and you know like you said build it out however you want it i'm the same way kind of like to build out my own don't nothing too big uh just essential basic things um the uh i'll add tourniquet to that mm-hmm. i guess that's kind of it, it kind of goes with it mm-hmm. uh, a tourniquet is is nice to have and it's also a nice thing if you have a range bag you should you should have at least one tourniquet in your range bag Absolutely. always no if, you, if you don't if you don't already keep that in mind but um yeah first aid kits with the essentials you know like uh pain meds and uh you know advil things like oh, that yeah. you just never know um justin you sure. had um first aid kit as well check check on your list oh yeah 100 percent. yeah i mean i i have like edc med stuff that uh i store in my pockets and then a dedicated kit for my bag specifically Mm -hmm. so i think i think um when it comes to tourniquets paying attention to what you're buying for a tourniquet is super important you don't want to get um like an amazon special tourniquet that you got super cheap um north american rescue uh i think morgan's preferential to the soft t-wides Get get something or, that uh, yeah, and or NARs. Um, and and to build on what you're saying too, uh, the you know this is uh, this is kind of a uh, you know some people would say that what's on you is your baseline or your first line, just depending on how you refer to it. But the uh, your what's on you is part of your your kit is part of what your mm-hmm. you know what you have access to, part of that toolbox. Um, mm-hmm. So what's in our bags is not not to be um, you know it, it may not be all that we have. Um, and you know, you know, for the people listening, I'm sure y'all have a similar. You know, you know, guys grew up in the woods. We carry a pocket knife. You know, mm-hmm. that's oh, you know, uh, that's something you've always got. Now you may expand on that and have, say, a larger blade in your bag or something like that. Um, you know, if you gotta, you know, chop down a tree, or whatever. Uh, but uh, but yeah, that's uh, you, you know, we're always building on what's in our, you know, what's already on our person. And I would say med gear is extremely important. Um, if you you know, we are, you know, gun store and a lot of us, a lot of people do carry, you know, carry firearms for self-defense and defense of their family members and uh, people around them. So if you're carrying something that can poke holes, uh, you should probably carry something to patch those holes too. Mm-hmm. That's a great way to put it. Yep. No doubt Very about it. Very good. All right. Who, am I, am I next? I'm not sure. You said first aid kit, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'll just go, I'll go ahead and I'll touch on mm-hmm. what Morgan just said. Um, a pocket knife. Oh yeah, and now in my pack, I have uh, I have a longer fixed blade knife. I have a folded knife, 
and of course I have usually have a knife on me as well. So I've usually got about three knives with me, but um, yeah, you can never have too many knives in my opinion. No doubt. Um, no doubt. So you got to have at least one. Yep. There's nothing wrong with two because two is better than one, and one is none. None. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you only got to lose a knife in the wood, woods once to like have that lesson really. Yeah. Hit. Right. Oh, easy. It's terrible. And you don't have to spend a ton of money on your bag knife. You know what I mean? The, no. the, the fixed my, my fixed blade is a pretty decent fixed blade. Um, I think I've got a Kershaw that's in my bag mm-hmm. currently. Um, it's a it's a spring assisted Kershaw. Um, so that works out just fine. It's not a very expensive knife, but it, it's sharp. It gets the job done, mm-hmm. you know. I'm embarrassed to say what I use for a bag knife. It's a Mora. I use a Mora. Yeah. That's all right. Ten bucks. I mean, they work. <laughs> There's nothing wrong they, with that. It works they, fine. They hold yeah. an edge great, and, like, if if I lose it, okay. Like, I'm out ten bucks. Right. You only you just go buy another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Morgan, how, how many uh, knives are in your bag? <laughs> so, um, I, that is uh, very much I am a uh, you know blade geek. I, I've always been a knife guy. So, uh, you know, I carry on my person. I have a Strider SMF and then a uh, Bantang Pakal as a kind of a last ditch, you know, defensive or close in. Um, also a scalpel, you know, it counts that uh, I use that thing to get splinters and like pieces of steel out of my finger on yeah. a regular basis. Um, that's that's my little surgical tool. Um, in my bag, though, I actually have a small hatchet. Um, oh, that's just on a, your person. You yeah, just it's just oh, on me. Yeah, it's <laughs> just on my person. Yeah, I keep two blades on me. Oh, okay, yeah, all right. You <laughs> don't you don't appendix carry a scalpel? Yeah, like I need on. to know right now. That's <laughs> what a loser. Because <laughs> you yeah. lose your appendix. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, no, I carry a small hatchet. Um, the uh, Winger, uh, Winger, uh, W-E-N-G-E-R, which is actually different from, uh, you know, the other, you know, popular knife maker, which uh, they both actually kind of came, I think, from the same world, uh, came from the, yeah, this isn't a knife podcast, sorry, doing a, but, uh, right. but yeah, so the Winger Blades, uh, they they uh, they have a wig laugh is what they call it, but it's a real small, uh, kind of like a hybrid Tomahawk axe, uh, you can, uh, it has a spade end on one side, so you can kind of dig with it. Uh, and then the other side is, you know, of course, a small small hatchet blade, and then a hammered, you know, squared off hammer blade on the back. And, nice. Uh, used it for all the above. I actually hike with it now too. I quit carrying a fixed blade and just have gone to that. It has a high choil on it, so you can choke up on it and you know, make feather sticks or you know build fires with it really easy. That's so cool. I've actually kind of gone away from. That's uh, that's a lie. I still have lots of fixed blades, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As far as the hiking, the last few trips, I've actually been carrying a carrying that small, uh, you know, tomahawk. Hatchet X, whatever you want to call it. It looks pretty bad. It's, it's, yeah, it's, 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 awesome. it's, it's like a savage tool, man. It's yeah. awesome. They, and they work great. Yeah. Really, you know, multi purpose. You know, it's a hammer, it's an axe, it's a small, yeah. you know, big knife, I'm a shovel. Tell my wife to get me one of those yeah. for mine. Been, <laughs> sure. been around for millions of years. Yeah, that's know, right. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's right. Yep. How about you, Ben? Uh, so right now I'm rocking with, obviously, you have a knife in your person. Yep. And then I have a backup Kershaw in the bag just because, same thing, price point and quality is there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not spring-loaded, though. It's a plain folder. Just a plain folder. Um, and then beyond that, I don't carry anything too big and bulky. I want to stay mobile, and I don't want to overexert myself to, like, it, right, worst-case scenario, you have to walk for an extended period of time. Sure. I don't want to carry a lot of extra weight. Right. Um, especially considering any of the, the means I would see myself using a heavier tool like that would definitely be more of, like, a woodland basis. This is more my day-to-day. Sure. Um, the only thing I have that kind of steps outside that realm is one of those little like a cable saw, mm-hmm. oh, um, yeah. Yeah. super tiny. They don't weigh a whole lot. 
they do wear out pretty fast. Sure. But were I to have to cut, like have to cut something of a larger size than I want to do with a knife, I could do it with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes yep. sense. I mean, well, that's nice. I mean, I never thought of that. That's it's because it, it, it packs pretty it's compact and it's uh yeah they fit in your pocket it fit right in your pocket and yeah but you know if if, if you have to use it one time hey it, it served its purpose time oh, to yeah. get another one right you know mm-hmm. yeah they work really well a lot of them have like a wire core mm-hmm. um where the links are actually put together and having that little extra bit of wire depending on the situation can go a long way sure no doubt <clears throat> uh justin boyd you're up next something else on your list so socks Good, good merino wool socks. Um, you do not know pain until you're <laughs> two or three miles into a rock and like, or just walking just around town, whatever have you, and yep. like you've got blisters on your feet from, you know, terrible cotton socks. Yep. Um, I go with merino wool specifically because of its ability to uh, retain heat when wet. Yep. So if you're walking in the rain, whatever have you, um, your feet aren't going to get cold. Me having me myself like having cold feet is a deal breaker. I just yeah, I don't contend well with that. Me, I'm the same way. Also, um, they're antiviral. You know, they keep all the nasty stuff you don't want on your feet off of it. So, would definitely go with merino if you're going to do spare socks in your pack. Smart wool, darn tough. We carry both of those. I mean, they're reasonably priced for what they are. So, yeah, and you know, and. Carrying, you know, it doesn't have to be. Some people would say, "All right, well, I'll just carry some extra socks maybe during the colder months." But it doesn't. For me, it should be a year-round thing. Oh yeah. Um, you know, like you talked about earlier, Ben. If you get you get stuck and you gotta you gotta hike at home for for whatever reason, you know, it could yeah. just be some some crazy some crazy event happens, mm-hmm. uh, and you've got to hike home. If you got to walk anywhere over ten miles, man, you know. <sighs> <laughs> it's uh, yeah. you know, I'm, some well, people say, oh, it's only ten miles, but man, if you're if you're carrying stuff with you, you don't know mm-hmm. where, you don't know the terrain, you have to travel. I mean, having an extra pair of socks, I think, is going to be an important. You, you'll do that in Haynes once, yeah. right? Never, exactly, again. never, again. Uh, never especially again. like wet weather. You have to think about having to walk home ten Absolutely. miles today. Today's a really, you know, for you know, today's a really rainy day, crazy, mm-hmm. crazy weather, and mm-hmm. uh, if you had to walk home on a day like today. And a few miles in, you splash through that first puddle. If mm-hmm. you're not wearing, you know, quality shoes and quality socks, you're going to know it real mm-hmm. quick. That's very, right. Very quick. Um, that's the thing. Like right now, we've had such consistent rain that even if you're, even if it's not raining right this minute, due to the heat, you're probably sweating and you're you're hoofing it anyway. Yep. And beyond that, the ground's saturated. Mm-hmm. So like having good walking shoes in your car is I that that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, most of those shoes are not going to be watertight. Your yep. feet are going to get wet yep. and or sweaty. Yep. And in that case, it's going to really stink. Yes. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yep. So that actually, it's, it's a good one, Justin. Uh, thanks, thanks for bringing that one up. That mm-hmm. was a good one. Uh, Morgan, you're next. Uh, so going into... Uh, this is where Something, it gets weird. Yep. Yeah, so I guess uh, you know, there's yeah, there's uh, I'm, plenty of subjects we're still going to touch on, but going into like something a little more, more or less, more or less, I guess less common um, for your go bag. This could be uh, for me. I have NFA items. Um, I keep a uh, Magpul DACA pouch with all my important documents in it. Okay. Um, so my my tax stamps for whatever I may have my. Um, I keep some other documentation in there, uh, some you know paper for paperwork for my dogs. Travel with travel with my dogs a lot. Um, a lot of important you know some other extra IDs. Um, my hunting license in the off season. I don't need it on my person. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, I can I store it in you know a small deck pouch in my pack. 
um, you know, just access to important documents. Uh, if you are, if this is more of a, you know, emergency situation where you might be having to leave the house, uh, it would be smart to also have, uh, you know, those, those documents. You know, if you have, uh, you know, titles for vehicles, uh, your passports, your, your, uh, you know, stuff for your family, um, that's that's something to think about and if we're you know if we're going that direction too as well you know talking about if you have to leave the house and uh you know some kind of emergency situation earthquake whatever uh you know back to medical you're thinking about your family your kids your you know yourself what kind of medical stuff do you have going on you may need to bring extra medicine you may need to have you know say mm-hmm. an EpiPen if you have an allergic child mm-hmm. uh you know think about what what medicines you regularly use or emergency medicines you might need to sure oh uh, that's something to you know, to put it, look into that as well. But yeah, so a pouch with important documentation. Okay. Nice. Solid. Yep. I yeah. carry like a, I have like lawn and garden black trash bags that I use and I roll those up for very similar reasons. Like everything from moisture to you can use them mm-hmm. for first aid. Um, in a pinch, I'm a super small dude, yep. clearly. In a pinch, I can cut them up, make a shelter, no yep. problem. Mm-hmm. Um, like I've I've used those innumerable times on hiking trips. Yep. That it was essential, and they weigh nothing. Yeah. Um, but that's more in that like off case in a consistent basis of carrying documents. You definitely want something decent yep. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, definitely. And with uh like like emergency shelter stuff like that, uh, have I've I've actually used a mylar blanket for an emergency shelter. Mm-hmm. We got me and a good friend got stuck on the side of a mountain, uh, like late last i guess late last winter early this spring um started super late in the afternoon and we were you know all we had was our our day packs which were very very small like the lid off of a off he had a lid off his pack and i had the lid off my pack and no no maybe like four (laughs) maybe like literally like four pounds of stuff so it wasn't like we had our 40 pound rucks and yeah um super i think there's like i forgot how many 15,000 feet of elevation gain or something on that trail wow. uh, and we started at like 2 in the afternoon because we're idiots <laughs> um, we'd already done <laughs> we'd already done part of it um, with some friends and yeah literally got stuck on the side of the mountain um, those dumb little mylar blankets that everybody has nobody's ever used that you actually can use those <laughs> yeah. they do work um, we built a shelter with that um, or at least with that as our roof on keep some heat in that and some leaves and yeah we were good we uh, I don't know we were comfortable but we we, we did survive so that's cool <laughs> dude they come in clutch yeah and they we, do we and sell them trash, for like trash nothing. bags are in trash bags are great um there's Huge. a there's a lot of purposes for those um mm-hmm. yeah i've seen them used in, in you know in other ways too just for uh yeah just disguising stuff or you know just trying mm-hmm. to make things seem less important yeah, yeah. use them for that too sure. if you have important stuff and want to make it look less important you dude, know, most from, people don't dig through trash bags yeah as far as like not go to but yeah. decent rain gear mm-hmm. shelter first aid for anything that you really want to keep bacteria and stuff out of if you cleaned it which is mm-hmm. pretty ideal yep. um even not necessarily here but water it goes a very long way um i already carried two you know two types in a backup plan but mm-hmm. having that there when it costs nothing is mm-hmm. yeah. yeah there's mm-hmm. no no excuse not to yep. who's next you you're up ben uh what you got next when you what's in your bag man what, what else you got in your bag I would say the next important thing would be building off of um, if it's like equipment aside, the firearms end of stuff is is pretty essential in my okay. opinion. I was waiting for somebody who's going to be yeah, the person. Yeah. That's that's where I breach in like the real weight of the pack. That's right. That I am yeah. getting. Um, okay. 
<clears throat> as opposed to just like, you know, food, water, shelter, those ideal things. Yep. Um, and I have the little, you know, dehydrated meals. Um, they sell single packs yep. that you add a little bit of water to, not necessarily the big ones. Yeah. Um, it doesn't even have to be hot. Uh, I do have like little pouches of tuna yep. or salmon, depending on the bag, um, and granola bars, little things you can, I can eat while, you know, rocking it, which is cool. But um, all that aside, just from me getting there, if everyone else is also looking for essential gear, and you look like a dude who has essential gear. Yeah. You need to be able to defend that. That's right. A- absolutely. Um, yeah. In times of unrest, it's not always bad weather. It's not always, you know, downed highways or, or you ran out of gas. So I uh, I carry my, my normal carry piece. I go back and forth between a Glock 43X uh, with the Streamlight and then the TLR7 sub. And then uh, a Glock 19 with my X300. Those are my two seasons. Okay. But... Uh, Mainly, it's going to be the Glock 19. Only the premise that it matches the mags that I use for my Keltec Sub 2000. <laughs> it's not the coolest thing to say, but hey, that's it's it packs, man. It's light. It there's, works too. There's plenty of people that do that. You're uh, definitely yeah. not the only one. Yeah, yeah. I carry like 75 rounds of nine mil on go. a consistent basis. Okay, and I have a you know 16 inch carbine I can let's say rapidly deploy. Yep. Um, that has a TLR8 on there, and then. Uh, Maxwell so, carry piece. So your 19 Glock and your sub 2000 are in your pack? No, the 19's on my person. Okay. So I have... I got you. I have, okay, so that, that changes... Correct. ...with yeah. the season. Okay, that or the Glock. Okay, or 43X. Okay. Yeah, the 43X. Gotcha. At that point, I'm I'm more so... It's not as universal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sub stays the same. It's full up in the bag all the time. But uh, when I carry the 19, they both accept the same magazines. So I have two different devices that take the same ammo, the same magazines. They're both easy to feed. And um, if one were to go down, I could switch out for the next one yeah. pretty simply. So with mine and my pack and my Vertex, so they have a lot of accessory pieces that will help you accommodate a number of things. And in the in my pack, I carry a Glock 17. Um, it's a 17 RTF. I've had it for a very long time. Um, I've got three mags uh, with it got a mag pouch and it's also sitting in a holster so it's mounted in the bag in the holster but if i needed to remove the holster and and then actually wear it mm. i'm able to do that too and the bag is great because the bag accommodates that it's awesome that's what i like yeah. about it i mean and that's why i think they're great bags uh and i think uh well your mystery ranch bags it's not all of them but a lot of them will do the same thing correct mm-hmm. yeah so um that's that's what i carry in my bag and in addition to what I'm usually wearing on on, on my person, mm-hmm. and that's uh that's a 43x as well. So Glock guys don't descend. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. How about you, Justin? Um, I think food is a big one. Uh, not only is it necessary to like keep you going, but it can be a huge morale booster oh, in yeah. a bad situation. You know, going back to your stuck in traffic example, mm-hmm. uh, nobody wants to be the guy with like his girlfriend or his wife and kids that you know can't hold it together because they're hungry so having something to dole out you know it could be as basic as a granola bar or whatever have you is is huge also um you know being able to intake calories Mm -hmm. as you're going on a long walk with a heavy pack sure is just going to let allow you to be able to you know pump the weight that much longer that much further so yep having food is nice um i typically keep you know no less than 48 hours of food in my pack probably a little bit excessive but um I'd rather have and not need. You know, I don't. I don't think a surplus is ever bad if you've got the space for it. Sure. So. What about your? Uh, what about you, you? Carry a weapon in your bag? Yeah. Um, well, no. Typically, I go out of the house with a carbine every day. Um, I carry it overtly. It doesn't ride in the bag. I so, got you. you okay. Know, 
it's kind of kind of there with my EDC. So. Morgan, yep. does your uh, do you have a sub two thousand next to your Claymore? <laughs> <or>? <laughs> <laughs> um, what's yeah. uh, what's in your bag? So. Uh, <laughs> You know the I've still in my bag. I have a Sig uh, Rattler with a you know 300 blackout Sig Rattler with a that's um, got a Surefire M320, the sure, the single cell Pro, yeah. um, okay. and then uh, just Aimpoint T2 and nice. a on a Unity mount um, that does get shot with you know night vision and gas mask uh, you know pretty regularly. So not at the same time usually, but. Um, yeah, it's a, it's an awesome gun. That and then it's I think one twenty round mag in it, and then two spare thirty round mags. Right on. Um, and that is just you know a compliment for my uh, uh, Glock thirty four is what I normally carry. Um, X three hundred and Acro, just you know kind of a basic you know Glock setup, fairly stock internals and um, the you know spare mag with that on my person as well. Um, yeah, I think that's one thing that you know it's it's gotten more popular. It used to be people used to think you're crazy for carrying a spare mag, but um, yeah, us being gun people at a gun store, we see that uh, when when people have failures, usually the failures with their semi-automatic guns are uh, magazine-related failures. Yeah. Yep. So to to carry one mag all the time with the same ammo and um, which you should cycle your ammo once a year. Uh, but yeah, so to carry one mag all the time with the same ammo, like I, I I'm going to hedge my bets with you know a spare mag. So sure. that way, you know, mm-hmm. likelihood of success is much higher if, if I ever, you know, get in a situation where I need it. Absolutely. Hopefully don't. So, all right, we covered, everybody got, everybody covered firearms. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. you added food yep. to the list. Um, kind so of, kind of cycle your food, too. S- yeah, um, kind of like the water, cycle, cycle your food. food. Yeah. So that, you're up, Morgan. What uh, What's next on your list? So um, probably one thing that I've got that most uh, – yeah, I don't know that everybody else is gonna have is a radio. Um, have a AnyTone uh, AT878, and it's uh, it's you know good communications device, but also you know especially if you have people to communicate with. Um, it's also a you know a, a tool. So your weather, you know, same same thing stuck on the side of the mountain. I did have a radio with me, um, mm-hmm. and we were able to check the weather and see that hey, it's at least not gonna rain tonight, and it's not gonna get you know that far below freezing, so we should be all right. Um, so having a radio, whether it's a weather radio or, you know, small handheld, you know, ham radio, uh, marine radio, whatever, uh, that has weather capability on it, um, should your phone not work uh, or have a dead battery, your, you know, you would have access to that. Is um, it like a Midland radio or is it uh, like it's a, a, it's an Anytone. It's a digital, um, it's a digital and analog. It'll do either or. Um, okay. And it'll pick up any yeah, weather. It, but it okay. also, yeah, it also does weather. It has, gotcha. I've got uh, weather programmed into nice. it just so that. I can flip to whatever local, you know, local station for whatever area I'm in. Nice. Um, so it feeds off of. I think that I think Noah's the one that does that. I, it's not a. It's not like a, you know CBS puts the radio out. Yeah. I think it's actually Noah. I'm I, you know probably not right, but it could be. Um, it's a it's a generic service that they they broadcast it all day, twenty four seven. Um, depending on the area you're in, I think it, the frequencies can be different. So you, of course you want to check that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have all five or seven frequencies in there so if i'm traveling i just flip through it until one comes on and, right. uh, and i've got immediate access to weather cool so kind of a useful tool to have ben what do you got uh i think batteries are pretty yep. important that's right a, that's a, no. definitely on my list <laughs> yes. if, if we're all carrying and i hope everyone's carrying yep. at least a knife and a flashlight in your pocket well right? i'm glad you brought up flashlight too because obviously 
we've yeah. already talked about weapon lights, but yeah, flashlight is a pretty key thing to go in here. Absolutely. Continue. So having having a flashlight on your person and having you know lights on your firearms. I'm at any moment I have usually two lights, not including my phone. Right. right. So ideal yeah. situation, I guess you have three as yeah. long as your phone's working fine. Right. Um, having all of those and being able to feed them is really important. Mm-hmm. So having replacement batteries for all the stuff you carry. Um, I also carry a backup headlamp so I can go hands free. Mm-hmm. Again, worst case scenario, if you're if you're rugging it for a long period of time, but you're not necessarily in the situation where pulling a carbine and walking with it is the right thing to do, then I can go hands free with a headlamp, and mm-hmm. I need batteries to feed that too. Yep. So that lots of lots of I'm not scared of the dark. There's a lot of light in the back. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Flashlights are important. I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I've got um, I got a headlamp in my bag and a handheld, and I have a, a small streamlight. Uh, uh, I think I got a Surefire in my bag, but I got a small handheld streamlight that, that, that carries around in my pocket. Mm-hmm. So uh, the headlamp, you just never know. You know, if you run into car trouble, it's nighttime. It's a great thing to have. You just pop it on your head, and you just you know mm-hmm. you can work work under your car, under your hood, or work to get something out of the road or whatever it is. So. Yeah, people get kind of weird if you go to work on your engine, you pull your X300 on your Glock 19 <laughs> and try and see stuff. So. Is that why they were looking at me weird the other day when yeah. I worked down? Yeah. Well, it's because you were trying to hold it in your mouth yeah. to use both well, hands. You know. so, that's. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the batteries are important. So now that you brought that up, I will bring up um, a battery charger or, mm-hmm. a f- or like a uh, phone charger, what have you, just one of those little ones with a phone, with a cord in it. Actually, there's two cords, uh, you know, like a phone cord, and then the um, uh, what's the charging other cord? Yeah, just like a like a your, micro your, USB. your micro USB yep. charging cord now. So they take up very little space, very little weight. Um, you know, you can generally get a full charge on a phone with with one of these chargers. Uh, so yeah, that's in my bag. Uh, always keep that there too. I don't. I don't know if any of you guys carry these, but I have like a little pack light fold up uh, solar panel that I can actually clip into the little D hooks that hold mm-hmm. on or hang off the back of my straps in the bag. Huh. Mm-hmm. So I can recharge while I'm walking, depending oh, wow. on what it is. Um, so if it's something, cause I do dual fuel, right? So I have lights that are tailored to using actual batteries. And then if you want to plan farther out than whatever the term is you have in those batteries, I can recharge, um, you know, I have weapon lights that are rechargeable by USB. My pocket light is also stream light. That's USB. Yep. Um, then I can do that during the day when I'm not using it, and then it's fueled for the night when obviously you, you do. Yeah, and that thing is super light, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Battery packs are awesome. That's uh, you mm-hmm. know, especially in a modern age where you know your main form of communication mm-hmm. is a cell phone. Um, thank God the batteries are getting better because man, they used to suck. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. But uh, but yeah, I always carry, especially when I'm traveling. I always have some uh, you know, a battery, you know, ten thousand milliamp battery pack, and then all the you know cords to go with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, a lot of people, you know, rechargeable headlamps are a great thing to have. Um, the yeah, same thing. Surefire flashlight, Surefire uh, EDC LX2, I think flashlight. That's what I carry, and then I keep a Surefire minimalist uh, headlamp in there. Um. But I will say batteries. I need to touch on batteries. Uh, carry if you if you use CR123s, uh, armless plug. Buy them here. I, I'm I, you know not 
little biased, but like this is the cheapest place I've ever found. Like we mm-hmm. sell batteries, yeah. like they're twenty four bucks for a twelve pack. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in I was in Disney World, so I've been traveling a bunch, and I take my batteries out of my bag to fly. Uh, for the trip before we left for that and I went to Disney World batteries died son dropped his toy under the bed and I'm like I got this and whip out my flashlight that's dead and it's okay I got batteries I didn't have batteries they were $12 for a two pack of batteries in Disney World so uh, yeah so yeah carry some extra batteries with you it's a cheap option yes Um, store sell a company called store sell I think they're on Amazon um, is what I've got mine in Uh, then uh I think Justin has uses the uh, Theorem uh, cell mm-hmm. vault, um, you know, and with batteries too. Just touching on a safety thing: uh, never mix and match lithium batteries. If you ever have a, mm-hmm. if you ever have a set of batteries you kill or you only partially kill them, uh, do not mix and match them and put them back into something else. If you're going to use it, put it in a single cell device. Yeah. Um, you, if you mix and match them, they can catch on fire. So just a safety thing to touch on with batteries while we're talking about batteries. Good but, point. Yep. Yeah, I'd, I'd back up with Morgan, uh, or what Morgan was saying about battery storage. Having having a means by which to keep them out of the elements completely is invaluable. Um, I've been in situations where batteries got exposed to weather and weren't effective at what they were supposed to do. So, would definitely uh, suggest something like the Therm Cell Vault. What was the one you the one you mentioned? Uh, they are. I think it's a store a cell. Um, store a cell. And they're not so much. They're not. Uh, they're ruggedized for vibration and and mm. like impact and stuff. It's going to keep them from getting messed with, you know, squished in your bag. But they are not they are not impervious to moisture. It's just a kind of like a skeleton that mm. they pop into. Mm. Yeah, so, but, something gasketed that uh, opens up like a clam like a mm. clamshell. Uh, the cell vault is great in that regard. Um, you can organize them in there the way that you'd want to. So, would definitely recommend one of those. Um, and also, like redundancy when it comes to illumination tools specifically, I carry a, a mod light uh, handheld every day, and then mm-hmm. have a Surefire stiletto in my pack. So, okay. And I like the stiletto because, um, I mean, you can charge the thing off of like a car battery if you wanted to. You yeah. Know? It's 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 pretty easy. It uses a mini USB to charge. Um, it's got an internal battery that lasts for a very very long time. You can clip it to a hat. You know, if for whatever reason your hand headlamp's not accessible, so. Yep. Couldn't suggest either of those products enough. I think we sell the stiletto here. It could be we do. Yeah. yeah. We do. All right, you're next, Justin. Cool. On, on what's what's uh what you got in your bag? I'm gonna throw out another basic one, man. Yeah, um, you do it. Hygiene kit. Nice. Yeah. Nobody nobody wants to talk about it, but uh <laughs> you don't you don't wanna be like out and about and like dirty, you know. Have floss. Um dude wipes are invaluable, dude. especially if you find yourself in a situation where you have to like go do your business in the woods. Yep. Um Yeah, I've sp- got I got alcohol wipes, water wipes, and hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. Just you know, a little bit of each one, you know, just, just to have. So latex gloves for yeah. doing any sort of uh wound work where you're patching somebody up, yeah. you know. Definitely mm-hmm. want to have a pair of those. You can get a case of diamond grit gloves from a parts store for yeah and you can bucks. typically fit that in your in your if your first aid kit will accept that you can usually put those in your kit mm-hmm. if you needed to yeah but, usually uh, there's like a loop or something or yeah. a sleeve or something yeah. for gloves so no good point man you gotta gotta stay clean right gotta stay clean man <laughs> gotta stay clean i know for guys that wear contacts um myself included like if you're out for a while and the wind's blowing in your face those things are going to dry out pretty quick yeah. so having a way to store them and then like a pair of glasses to back those up is invaluable. I've mm-hmm. actually had to resort to that quite a few times. Yeah. Morgan. Yep. You're so next. 
so yeah the uh, same thing hygiene kit um, that stays with my uh, water filtration kit I have a uh, as a bearded man I have a comb probably don't need it but <laughs> yeah. I do have one Respect um, it. yeah sometimes you need to <laughs> sometimes you got to show up and uh, be presentable places and you know wife wants to go out to dinner after work don't have time Right. But uh, yeah, toothpaste, toothbrush, uh, you know, dude wipes, awesome. Dude, um, the best. The uh, you know the uh, you know the bath on the road mm-hmm. or, or like on the trail, whatever. Yeah, right. some wipes to um, you know take care of that. But um, that's that's a uh, you know hygiene's important. Um, if you're especially if you're going to be you know away for a couple of days, you know you get you know a wound or something like that, and you need to wipe down or clean off to keep it from getting infected. Uh, Hygiene is very important. Yeah, because when you finally get home, you want your wife to be able to let you in, right? Well, yeah. It's like, no, no, no. Yeah, I made it all this way. Man, you smell bad. You, who's, yeah. who's this homeless guy knocking yeah. on the door? There's a, yeah, there's a hose out front. You just yeah. hit, hit that hose first. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, hygiene. Uh, it's, uh, it sounds ridiculous. And keep in mind, like, I'm a younger man, right? <laughs> but uh, as, a, as a father baby wipes became like the thing yeah you got to keep extra packs in the car you got to be everywhere that's right and they work for so much more than you expect absolutely right because it's it's a messy job yes um and so instead of spending the extra cash on getting the uh the dude wipes which Mm -hmm. are far larger right your finger very rarely goes through them and they smell better uh i usually i'll double down on packs of baby wipes i'll put one in the console one in the bag and I and I maintain can it's, never have too many dude yeah. baby wipes are awesome they're the, they're, they are they're the, the best um who's next you're next Morgan so uh the yeah I have an item so it's I, both in my bag and on my person um kind of doubled up unintentionally a few years ago and I just haven't bothered to pull the one out of my bag but a uh, Garmin Fortrex I think it's a 401 whatever the original Fortrex uh, wrist GPS was. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. Had that with a couple, you know, just, you know, preset stuff. You know, good to have some kind of navigation tool. Nice. Um, the, uh, that, and then now, I, you know, I have a, I wear a Phoenix 5X uh, watch. So I already have, I have navigation on there as well. Um, so, you know, ha- you know, some sort of navigation, some sort of, uh, and then compass. You know, there's a compass in there mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um if you are going to be traveling, it might be useful to have like you know um, some kind of offline mapping too. So not so much in your bag, but uh, on your person. Uh, if you're traveling to the woods, going in the woods, uh, you can you can go. If you don't know us, you can go on Google. Uh, maybe you'll go on like Apple Maps too. But you can go on Google or a lot of these mapping programs and download offline maps for the area that you're going to be in. So mm-hmm. uh, I can't tell you how many times I've uh, you know I used to be horrible with. Uh, land nav or even like road nav <laughs> right, so <yeah. laughs> uh, when i was younger i did not was not uh great at that but yeah so i've gotten in the habit of, of having off offline maps because man you get done hiking on the trail you jump in your car and you're just like smoked and then you go to leave and you're like let me set my gps to go home and it doesn't work um, yeah you know it's like sorry buddy you ain't got service and well, it well, just yeah. doesn't work what yeah, if there's so. what if there's no service there, no power yeah. no anything yep. you know if there is no service that's ha- having thing, a compass yeah. and a map is yep. uh is going to come in handy yep. mm-hmm. so that's why we take for granted you know these 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 things on our yep. phones if you if, if you just think for a moment you don't have access to this phone whatsoever you mm-hmm. can't call anybody you can't look up you, you know you can't get on google yep. you can't pull up maps you can't pull up google you know you got to revert back to what you know kind of what i learned in the boy scouts and that is is how to read a map and how to use a compass and mm-hmm. 
and and be able to 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 use that and 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 get where you need to go. So having having one the ability to read it and and use those tools is important, but just you have to have it with you at the same time. So no get good equipment. Invest in good equipment. Yes. So it works because that's yeah. important, right? Yep. Um, and then take an orienteering course. They're not yeah. they're not that difficult. It's actually a lot of fun. Um, it's like a small scale geocaching. It's ex- it's exciting. Yeah. Get out, meet some people that are doing it. Meet some dudes who know a lot more and have a lot better equipment. Yep. And it'll help point out kind of where your you know your little downfalls and pits are, and you can work on it. Yeah. That's it's a, it's actually a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good. Uh, that was that was a good one, Morgan. Thanks for bringing that one up. Yep. Uh, ben, you are next, my man. Uh, so super basic is fire. Super yes, sir. Basic. I carry at least three. Um, and I only say three because I carry flares. I have two flares. Mm-hmm. Um, emergency cases, signaling is important. Yep. Flares are essential. Uh, light and heat, not too much to gain from those necessarily. But sure. That's one means. Um, at least a lighter, something simple, something small. Well, lighters are cheap, <clears throat> you know? Super cheap. Bic light, you can buy a whole pack of Bic lighters. Exactly. And you should have at least two. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Um, <laughs> those. And then uh, a lot of people carry magnesium. That's fine. It's cool. It's a little extra weight. Yeah. Um, and you, you if you don't know how to properly go through all the steps of fire and put the time into that, like it's not going to be a quick thing. Right. That's kind of an ordeal. Um, especially on wet rainy days like this, dude, just the Bic lighter costs nothing. Just, nothing. Use, just use that. Right. Do you look cool using magnesium, flint and steel shirt? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Everybody looks really cool. If you could do a bow drill every day, that'd be dope, but <laughs> carry yeah. a Bic lighter. Yeah. It's simple. Yeah. Like rubbing, rubbing wood and trying to start a fire. I mean, that's, that's, that's cool. It's primal and all that, but I, you know, I'd rather just reach down and click, flick 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 and then light it on up right no one so So much easier that way everyone that can start a fire with a bow drill looks super manly yeah right no one freezing their butt off because you couldn't start it with the wet bow drill right looks manly exactly like sitting there shivering is not cool hypothermia is something to avoid that's right (laughs) absolutely because you just never know and you know hopefully you never have to use this stuff you know but hey it's there in case you need it right Mm mm-hmm Ben, you, know, um, you know what makes you look more manly? If you have a uh, spot for a bow drill and your really cool hatchet. <laughs> there it is. It's, uh, it's, yeah, that makes you look really manly. So oh, that I does a whole can, lot. It, it does. It yeah. really that, does. Is that your hatchet? That is, yep. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Dude, man. aesthetically, wow. Yep. You know? It's, it's pretty. You, you got the cordage on there. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. Yeah. Which, hey, touching on that cordage. Uh, was, who, that who, was next on my list. Who has not broken something <laughs> or, like, bro- <laughs> broken a shoelace, you know, mm-hmm. belt buckle, broken, you know, a tent, you know, whatever. You know, who has not needed to tie something and lash something down at Absolutely. some point? And you can say, this thing ain't going nowhere. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you need cordage, uh, paracord, whatever, you know, whatever. You can even like, string sometimes. Mm-hmm. I, have, uh, for, I have shoelaces. I have a set of shoelaces. Okay. I have a I short have a short stretch of larger rope. Okay. Just, uh, I have a various large rubber bands. Yep. Nice. And also some paracord. So awesome. plenty of stuff to tie mm. to use for wh- yep. whatever reason. So I'm and you, you, it was a good I'm good segue, segue right into yep. what I was going to bring up. The uh, yo one of my favorite movies is uh, Boondock Saints. And I can't remember the exact line, but yeah, they're, uh, you know, you know, what'd you bring the rope for? You might need it. You never know. And at some point, man, they needed that rope. So (laughs) we might need it. (laughs) Great movie. Uh, So yeah, that's things to, things to tie up. Yeah. I mean, you might might have to tie somebody up. You never know. Right. Yep. It's even just simple stuff. 
Yeah. Like, it's just simple, small things that you get there, and you're like, man, if I only had. It's like, well, man, I just, yeah, like the shoelaces. I just, you never know. You might you might accidentally cut your shoelace or whatever. Yeah. And you, you might have to put a splint on somebody. Or I mean, a splint. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I keep a pull strap in my pack specifically for mm-hmm. that, just because it, it's best at maintaining tension for a long, yeah. long period of time. So Yeah. yeah pull straps, duct tape, um, paracord. And, you know, insert, like, X yeah. thing here. There, there's a lot of different stuff you could use, and, I mean, there's no no issue with having it all in your pack. Mm-hmm. Having sure. redundancy in that regard is just going to buy you versatility. So. Yeah, and I said rubber bands, but, like, I'm talking heavy duty, like the yep. thick rubber like, bands. Like yeah, the one inch bands. Wide yeah, the yeah, stuff yeah. you can oh, use yeah. for, you know, you you know, you know just never know. Uh, you use rubber bands. So, uh, weird thing in my bag, Panduit ties. Um, Do you know, large rubber bands, but they are uh, invaluable. Uh Breaking vehicles and stuff. Sometimes you can use them for that. Uh, if you are, you know, escaping. Did you say breaking into vehicles? <laughs> no, that's I've got that's lockpick kit. We can add that to like the stuff that may or may not be in my bag in the state of Virginia. Um, Jesus Christ! Uh, <laughs> allegedly, I got to put that in there. I think. Um, but the uh, yeah, Panduit tie is awesome. Uh, you know, in like escape and evasion, getting super geeky with it but like yeah you can use those to uh secure doors um if you're in a hotel might be able to use those to improvise a way to you know a little extra security on your door at nighttime um, yeah there's other tools for that um, that work really well but yeah zip ties are you know infinitely useful yes. uh, you break hey your bag you break a strap on your bag absolutely you have an extra strap you can take that panel tie up, and you man. can make a strap mm-hmm. cut a hole make a strap yeah um you talked about escape and invasion you yeah. know uh if you know, if I guess we, if if he hasn't had it before, I guess John Hanlon probably has handcuff keys now. Uh, yeah, he might. Yeah, uh, he's at least got a buddy with a lockpick set. So. There you go. <laughs> Allegedly. Thought um. so we'd bring that up. <laughs> yeah. uh, who's who's next? <laughs> Justin, you are. I think yeah, because I just did uh, rubber bands, mm-hmm. shoelaces, and rope. Yeah, the um, rope. Spare clothing, you know. Yeah. Have a wind layer. Have mm-hmm. an extra base layer if you need it. Yep. Um, some sort of outer shell that that wicks moisture. I think I think stuff like that's invaluable. I mean, we live in Virginia. Like, don't I'm, forget your raincoat, right? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Don't forget your raincoat. <laughs> no doubt. Um, we live in Virginia, yeah, and like her. weather can be temperamental. <laughs> yeah. You know, at various points throughout the year. I mean, if you were at the store today, you probably saw it go from like oh yeah overcast to complete storm conditions mm-hmm. and well you know hour, so. yeah cold sucks but so's the heat man I mean mm-hmm. especially if you have to trek twelve miles you know yeah. Sungla- gonna, sunglasses sunglasses you know, they're, gonna, yep. they're gonna take a lot of strain off your eyes yeah yep. good point man and it depends on the season you know um, you know cold weather you know mm-hmm. you're gonna you know already have a jacket hopefully with you but you know extra layers extra socks like we talked about mm-hmm. you know so yeah definitely yeah one thing that never leaves my pack is a base layer um, yeah on the premise that it's wicking they're usually not that heavy either but uh, a good base layer um, to add underclothing you're already wearing in the wintertime helps keep the moisture off and obviously you know creates another barrier uh, during the summertime you can switch it out mm-hmm. Um back to water if usually if you're using larger nalgenes you can use it to strain you know mm-hmm. depending on what's going on if you yeah. have a filter hopefully you want to rock with that um, yeah hopefully it hasn't gotten to that point right yeah, but yeah, I mean, right. it can it certainly can well i mean you don't you also want to put like straight mud in a bottle yeah, sure I mean. so yeah. You, you could yeah if you have the time if you have the time and the resources mm-hmm. in order to to put you know only quality three water in there before you strain down to a quality one like it's mm-hmm. It's pretty ideal. So yeah. base layers are essential. No doubt. 
uh, beanie just to add on to that. I keep a mm-hmm. beanie and a yes. uh, small. And actually, so like that night we got stuck on the mountain. Like I had a yeah, your um, favorite thing in that pack, wasn't it? My, I had a beanie <laughs> and I had a uh, well. So I didn't use it. I had a Sitka. Um, one of their uh, shout out to Sitka. Yeah, one of their. <laughs> I had one of their. Well, one of the part of their Arrowhead line. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's a super thin hoodie, like a uh, multi cam hoodie, um, zip up. And that thing was great, but my buddy didn't have he didn't have uh, he didn't have his watch cap or his, or a, a face mask or anything to keep his ears and his and his head warm. So I had a uh, like an Under Armour face mask thing, and I had a beanie, and that that genuinely like saved his butt. That's good. Um, it wasn't like so, Dumb and Dumber. He was like, here, let me, let me give yeah. you a pair of these extra gloves I've got. No, <laughs> no, no, it was, uh, you, know, uh, you know, coming to the rescue for, uh, you know, my uh, ranger buddy was kind of funny, though. It's like, hey, man, I was prepared, so it's okay. Yeah. But, uh, no, he's awesome, dude. He That's had, cool. You know, he had everything. He, you know, we we would have been, he would have been okay, but we'd have spent a lot more time stoking the fire. Yeah, right. <laughs> ben, what else you got, man? Uh, I think it's super understated but a p38 like one of the old school can opener yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you can do a lot with those little guys yeah um obviously again they weigh absolutely nothing they should fit in your pocket um i don't usually carry them on my person but i have at least one in each bag sure um that's just from hanging out with the communities that i have like that was something that there's no reason it's not in there yeah it costs like 40 cents or something's mm-hmm. just crazy yep. yeah dude i've been to airbnbs that didn't have a can opener and like dude it's, yeah and i got one in my pack good right? luck good luck opening a can without a can opener well, so, so yeah, yeah. it came in super clutch only one time that i can think of that it was like end all beat all this was one of mm-hmm. the greatest moments um <clears throat> you know as, as i said before my dad right so we got out and we had a can of formula we didn't know had like a sealed top yeah a little plastic thing over top um long story short we we got the water we had everything ready and we're on the go we're on the road and we couldn't open the formula and there's nothing like this isn't you know catastrophic stress level sure but screaming kid in the backseat your wife's kind of losing her mind and now it's your fault that you didn't pack for said trip (laughs) right uh, because you're the one that's like let's go on an adventure so we got out and being able to crack that can open and fix that problem was dude irreplaceable totally worth it yeah yeah, so just to kind of jump on what you're saying, um, a can opener being like a tool, uh, I'm going to – I have a couple of tools I keep in my bag. One's a multi-tool. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it's a Gerber or a Leatherman, a Leatherman whoever. As long – a good multi-tool is, is in your bag is, is, is better than none, mm-hmm. you know. And, and there's always those little things on that thing that you can use. I also have a – in addition to that, I have like a little reversible screwdriver. You can flip it around. It's Phillips or, or, or um, Flathead. Um, those – and then like a little Allen set. You know, it adds more weight, but I have – but because it's a Vertex back, I, I have a lot of little compartments in there, and I have mm-hmm. a little compartment just for the tools. And, you know, sometimes you forget they're even in there, you right. know, mm-hmm. so – uh, little little tools, you never know when you'll need them. They might come in handy. That's what I keep in my bag. So, multi tool is super useful. I don't have one in my bag. I keep one in my vehicle, and then I do like transfer it to my bag usually. Yeah. Um, and I would say just from uh you know the whole bag theory part of that is that you, um, you you're not always having to leave stuff in your vehicle. So sometimes you're in places that are less than savory, or mm-hmm. um you know going into work all day long, you can take your bag and. Uh, 
you know, bring it inside and you don't have to worry about somebody breaking into your vehicle. Uh, vehicle theft is super, super common and yeah. probably everywhere. Definitely, Especially this definitely time of Virginia. year. Summertime. We've huge. seen it. Yep. Um, so being able to transfer all that stuff. So like once all this adds up, you get to the point where you've got a, you know, you know, even if you're buying like budget kit, you still have a, a good investment of money and in, in mm-hmm. all these all this gear that you're going to keep in your vehicle for, mm-hmm. you know, in, just in case and being able to just like grab it and or having uh, you know, two vehicles. I've got my uh, my ultimate dad mobile little little beater Honda. And but then I, you know, I, I have a, a truck, too. So when I'm pulling stuff or if we're camping or going to the mountains or wheeling, I've, I'm in my other vehicle. But uh, I don't really have I don't have so much stuff that I want to that I have enough to split between both vehicles to have mm-hmm. everything. But yep. I know if I have that bag, I have everything. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's there's specific stuff in each vehicle. You know, they both got their own jumper cables and everything. But uh, or if I like if I if me and Justin go somewhere like we've done that before and I jump in, you know, if I grab my bag, I know I have everything I need. I got my bag and my Yeti. I am sustained for a while. Um, you know, I don't need any. You know, I don't have to worry about not having uh, something if I need it. You know, if mm-hmm. I'm go out with a buddy somewhere yep. um yeah i know he probably has everything as well but uh you know hop and go with you know go to dinner with my parents or something and ride with them throw my bag in there and i've got everything um if they need it it's there yeah mm-hmm. justin boyd what you got you got anything else to add as far as like tools go or just uh anything else in that that we haven't talked about yet uh, i guess we could touch on shelter mm-hmm. yeah yeah um i carry a uh a light fighter fido one it's like a semi-freestanding tent, you know. If for whatever reason you can't make it to the destination you were bugging out to or, like, the car is not an option for sleeping in, I think having a tent is, is definitely nice. I mean, mm-hmm. it's comfy, mm-hmm. um, easy to put up, easy to pack. So yep. a tarp also works really, really well. Yeah. You know, I've slept under my – I use a Stasha, uh, I think it's called, like, a G2 or something like that, Snug Pack G2. Mm-hmm. Slept under that plenty of times. So. Nice. Yeah, some sort of shelter is nice. It can again, like back to boosting your own morale, it can be huge for that. Being oh yeah, hundred percent. You know, it, it. Go ahead. It's not the best, right? You shouldn't do this at home, right? I can't recommend it. <laughs> Don't try this at home, kids. But yeah, but I carry uh, I carry two forms of tobacco and or nicotine. That's mm-hmm. a go-to for me for very similar reasons. Um, one, of course, being cigarettes as like a burnable. Um, if you're as a creature comfort. It's invaluable depending on what situation you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, even as just de-escalating a situation, if you have the ability to look at somebody and say, "Hey, man, why don't we why don't we sit down? How about a cigarette?" Right? You can pass it over. Um, you could throw bartering in there if, if it was to that extent. Sure. Hopefully, yeah. within that you know, let's say 48 hours, that it doesn't go that bad. But mm-hmm. uh, if somebody has a really hot temper, <clears throat> you pulling out a cigarette will bring them down a little bit. Um, and then maybe taking their attention off of what's going on and only something that's three inches away from their face, yeah. you can you have time to respond depending on sure, what the, the sure. threat level might be. Yep. Um, and then having dip, in a, depending on the dip cans, um, gives you a dry source to put tender, which is pretty dope if you just want to dump it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and staying awake. Um, I don't plan to stay out very long. I don't really see that as an option. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, something that I can, you know, toss in and keep rocking and go for long periods of time. Yeah. It's it's hard to beat. Yeah. Uh, super small, super light. Agreed. Yep. Well, like 
Frog Dog's Poncho is all I've got. Um, for hey. as far as for a like get home <laughs> situation, um, I keep that in my vehicle anyway. Um, you can definitely make a same thing. It's a it's a cheap tarp essentially. Um, also a poncho. And you know, so Ben said earlier, you know, if you're walking down the road and you look like you're prepared, uh, you may you could also be a target for that. So mm-hmm. that poncho, if you got a bag or a rifle with you or whatever, um, you throw that poncho on, you don't have anything with you. You're just True. a dude in a yeah. poncho. Yeah, um, that's right. So. The uh, yeah, it can it can be a form of camouflage if you have a camo one. Um, not you know that may or may not be necessary, but yeah, poncho is great. Uh, and then you know the same thing. There's mylar blankets. They actually make mylar bivvies. Um, mm-hmm. I, I keep I do keep one of those on me after that little stint and like you know we spent a lot. I spent years my whole life in the woods just playing. You know every weekend I can. So, um, but that was the first time I'd ever truly gotten in a. I think. Probably the first like time I was in a survival situation. Tough you know, predicament. Truly really yeah. a uh, you know I was completely unplanned, stuck in the middle of nowhere, no you know real contact with my with the other people that were with us. Like we were out there, and I we found out when we got home. So I had one at home. I didn't have it with me, but I had one of those uh, SOL bivvies, um, bivvy sacks, and I think we used to sell them. We may still sell them, um, but dude, that, that thing goes that the thing goes everywhere now. Um, it's it is shelter it, you know if it's raining it, it's going to protect you from the rain if it's cold it's mylar so it will reflect heat mm-hmm. um but that coupled with a poncho and you're you're good to go for you know quite a lot um and you know, i think somebody mentioned earlier you know have like a winter carry for your gun mm-hmm. um should i think about a winter carry for your for your for your vehicle kit or for your mm-hmm. go kit or whatever because you know, if you get trapped in a snowstorm, we saw this not that long ago. I think last year, year before last, it got real cold and you know weather. You know, trees all over the road, and those were there were cars. What like two or three days? Some of yeah. those cars were stuck there. Mm-hmm. So, um, and in in the winter, colder months. So having a lot of a, froze to death, having man. yeah, yeah. having mm-hmm. having yeah. a couple having a you know some blankets in the back for you and your family or yeah. like you know, a spare hoodie, uh, anything, anything. You're going to be absolutely thrilled. To have that when you you know if something like that happens and this isn't all like end of the world like crap you know right. this is just stuff happens you know this is uh yeah you know, just nature you just nature get yeah nature mm-hmm. exists so uh you know crazy stuff happens if you, uh, if you have a tough trek home this just makes makes it a more yeah. comfortable and creature comforts way are to get a real there. thing you know, oh, yeah. you know having you know you're already in a crap situation so being able to make yourself a little less you know uh, you know, unhappy is uh, mm-hmm. is always a positive thing. Yeah, light up a Marlboro, right? <laughs> <laughs> if I yeah, can... are they are they menthol cigarettes or the regular cigarettes? No, they're American Spirit Light Blue. Very nice. Yeah, bougie, <laughs> it's bougie stuff. Uh, <laughs> that and Grizzly Green. It, it's it's good for everybody. It's right. It is. Um, if I can build on the Mylar yeah. though, yeah. like most of the stuff that I carry in my get home bag, including the Vertex bag itself, is very low pro. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to look tactical in those moments. Is that stuff really awesome? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Um, in my pack and heat, absolutely. But I don't necessarily want to look like that guy. I don't want to be the threat. I don't want to be the dude that you see from the side of the road who um, maybe my car's not working, yours is, and I look like a crazy person. Yeah. And I don't need to be that guy. <laughs> right. Um, having a Mylar blanket, due to most of my stuff being very low pro, is in a situation where things are still up and running, the world is fine. Yeah. It's just a bad day for you. Um, yeah. something high vis like mylar mm-hmm. for you to pull out and get attention. Um, I have flares for at night. Mylar is not, you know, nighttime use is not going to be it during the day. A flare really isn't going to be it. Sure. Um, so it, it's another great use for that like $3 mylar blanket mm-hmm. that everybody should have in their, yeah. in their pack. Mm-hmm. 
And you and you probably have them. Yeah, even if you don't know you have them, they a lot of times emergency kits for cars. Yeah. They come in a lot of those like uh, you know hunting emergency kits. Uh, like everybody's probably got one somewhere. So mm-hmm. knowing where it is and actually having access to it and having it on you, um, not a bad thing. Yeah, I don't I don't think we sell them at the moment. Like we ran out. Yeah. But, um, we did sell a two sided. It was okay. blaze orange cool. on the back, mylar yep. on the front, mm-hmm. and it was a very robust. Yeah. Like you could use it like a tarp, um, especially someone like me. That's like. It's a very large house yeah. for someone my size. <laughs> <laughs> signaling. So yeah. on signaling, uh, chem lights. So I keep a couple yeah, chem lights. They're good for marking whatever. Okay. Uh, yep. Make a buzzsaw, you know, tie your paracord that you, of course, have in your pack onto your chem light. And at nighttime, you can really, like, mm-hmm. you know, if you run off the side of the road and you're trapped down in a gully or whatever, um, you know, using it as a signaling device. Uh, yeah, chem lights are super useful. Um, so mm-hmm. that's, you know, something else to have for signaling um, in daytime, nighttime. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, having that orange-sided or multi-sided mylar blanket, you can. It's reflective. It is uh, not something that's going to occur in nature. So people right. are definitely going to look at it and like, what's that? What's going on? Yeah. All right. Last thing I've got on my list because I think we've covered just everybody. We've covered just about everything that's in my pack. Uh, this kind of goes along with my rubber bands and uh, the shoelaces and things like that. I keep this with it. Is one of the uh, right, well, is it right in the rain? Mm-hmm. It's like a notepad um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. with a couple of um, writing uh, utensils, like a pencil, one pencil and, and a pen. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I usually have a Sharpie in there too. I didn't see it, but it's in there somewhere. It's buried somewhere. So yeah, a Sharpie, a pen, a pencil, and something to write on because you never know when you need to write notes, leave notes, communicate, however, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's in my pack as well. Yeah, Sharpie. Uh, it should be in every pack. Yeah, I think yeah. right in the I match with a small one. Yeah. My Sharpie's in my first aid kit for use in tourniquet, mm-hmm. things like that. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's pencil, pen, the little right in the rain. Yep. Mm-hmm. Who's next? You are, Justin Boyd. You got anything left? Or do we form- cover everything? I like having a form of entertainment, like a book you like to read. Um, if you're the type of guy that likes to play like Game Boy or whatever, have one of those. But yeah, I, I keep a couple books in my pack. Just okay. Like, books that i like so hey justin it's 2023 i don't think anybody has a game boy anymore <laughs> sure they do it's called a cell phone i'm sure they do <laughs> i want to make well, a book of eli jokes so badly yes right now. you have no idea yes. <laughs> <laughs> i mean that dude did a lot of walking dude he did um and so uh you know touching on that uh shoot book of eli and entertainment or uh you know comfort devices uh maybe a bible you know if that's yeah, uh, mm-hmm, yeah sure. if you're in a tough place uh some words of uh Hope and wisdom are never a bad thing to have. That's right, uh, no doubt. So that's a, you know, kind of a cool item that not maybe not everybody has or might want to add, but may um, have to barter with it one yeah, day too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, bartering. So a couple, you know, just a couple of quick things. So bartering, spare cash. Um, have a little bit of spare cash. Your wallet gets stolen. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's not worth the fight. It's like, yeah, man, here's my wallet. It's okay. I got a backpack in the car with you know a couple hundred bucks in it. Whatever. Try. So spare cash, uh, also bartering. Uh, so bartering is not just an end of the world thing. If you don't know this, you can barter for things now. So yeah. you go, you show up at Craigslist to buy that, you know, thousand dollar four wheeler, and you're like, hey man, how about how about eight hundred bucks and two pieces of silver? Um, you can get silver coins for you know now it's twenty. I don't know. You know, it depends on when you're listening to this. Twenty two to thirty two dollars an yeah. ounce, roughly. Mm-hmm. So, so you're um, saying so there's, there's only, gold and silver might, in your yeah, pack? May or maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, I, I usually keep that on me. Um, just I do. I keep right. uh, you know a co- couple of coins fit in my pocket, fit yeah. in that little watch pocket. You can't use it for anything else, but your but your lighter. And yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's a. Uh, I've I've actually I've had people 
I've had a friend do it with me. It's like as a you know sweeten a deal on trading stuff, and then I, I've done it since then for. And it's just like, you know, where somebody might not have been on a deal before, you know, you throw out a shiny piece of silver or whatever. And it's yeah. like, huh, so that's only 25, whatever, 25 bucks. But, you know, the value and also like the perceived value is like, huh, shiny mm-hmm. toy. Um, yeah, that's right. So, it, it, you know, it does work. It's a, uh, that's a, that's a cool thing to have. Um, and I guess the last thing I would add that uh, I would say most people, some people have figured it out in the sporting world, but uh, some people haven't. Uh, liquid IV, uh, oh liquid IV, or mm. IV. There's a billion different names for it. Uh, electrolyte packets. So, um, if you've yeah, never been dehydrated, small. it sucks. If you've never had to help someone dehydrated, it sucks. Mm. Um, water is not always enough. Or if you have a limited amount of water, maybe water with that hydro uh, that electrolyte packet would. Sure. Um, if you're sick, that helps. Uh, I've used them multiple times. I use them for my kids. Uh, man, I I uh, invest in those. I buy, I buy them at Costco now, just because you can get the big packs for not a whole lot of money. Um, they can be a little pricey sometimes, so if you buy them in bulk, they're better. Uh, some of them don't taste that bad either. So yeah. if you're uh, not a big, uh, if you're a Billy Madison, like water sucks. <laughs> um, yeah, Liquid IV adds some flavor too. So yeah. uh, or uh, or any of those flavored electrolyte packets, whatever they are. So yeah, Shame, uh, man, it's, it's a genuine lifesaver. Um, shameless plug for Liquid IV. Yep. It's yeah. stuff. <laughs> yep, it is. Uh, it's awesome. I don't have one of those in my pack. It's but man, you it's uh, it it's a uh, it can be a game changer. Oh, oh yeah. It's uh, I've I've used it more ever more than I ever thought I would. And I always carried hiking now too. So yeah, it's funny. Years. It's funny. Last year I went on an overnight in West Virginia, snowy overnight and. Morgan the day before forced a handful of liquid IV in my hand. <laughs> Take sure, these. Sure yeah. enough, I'm laying in my tent that night with like the worst leg cramps ever. And I fire one of those things up, man. They were gone like five minutes. Really? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Couldn't, couldn't it's a real it. thing. Came back and shook his hand. As our, nice. as our friend Dave Martin says, it's a real thing. That's a real thing. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, Ben, do you have anything else to add? Uh, the only thing, like with the cordage, a dad fishing line. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. Yeah, very line. good. Yeah. Um, that ties into the only thing that no one hit on was like an early detection device, something that. Tripwire. Yep. Yeah. Well, I can use like a tripwire. Yeah. Um, but you can buy, Same. they make little luggage size ones for mm-hmm. like going to hotels. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, when the fork separates, a little beeper goes off. So you can put it in windows or door frames or whatever. And um, were I to have to be out for an extended period of time, in order to get a really good night's sleep by myself or even a couple hours, Having something that I know will go off if there's anything near me mm-hmm. <clears throat> before they're too close um, goes a long way. Sure. And that runs off the same batteries in my headlamp, so it's it's easy stuff to pack. Exactly. There you go. There so he's got one. <laughs> yep. Dude, they're That's, sweet. I, I have I uh, didn't really make a list. I was like, I'll just bring my bag in here and I'll just remember stuff. Um, but yeah, that was one thing I didn't think about. But mm-hmm. uh you know, not many people think about that, but a same thing, traveling, hotels. Uh, yeah. You can use that as an early warning device, put it on your door. Um, the uh, They're cheap. I don't remember how much it was, but I know it wasn't a lot. And it's uh, just a basic, it's a battery and a buzzer. Um, yeah. You know, something to give you an early warning, a heads up that, mm-hmm. hey. Uh, Something's not right. Yeah, something mm-hmm. in your environment that you didn't want to, you know, may or may, or may not want to be there is there now. So, uh, fishing line. Uh, I don't have fishing line. I have... Uh, paracord just kind of you mm. can pull that apart and use it it's not going to be as as low profile as right. fishing line is though so um to keep that in mind yeah um i also know a good place to get fishing line 
Yeah. <laughs> right. I feel like rolls there's a, and rolls of it. There's yes. a shop in like Ashland or something. There is. Uh, cool spot. Called? I've been there that once one, or twice. That one place off 95 that yeah. I pass by every time I go. All the time. <laughs> so uh, hopefully this helps, you know, uh, listeners, whether they do it already, you've, you've maybe added a few things to your pack that um, we talked about today that's going to help out. Um, or maybe you've never done this before and you don't. Now that you think about it, you know, being in a situation like that, it sucks. It really does. Mm-hmm. And a helpless situation is, is no fun to be in. Mm-hmm. And having little things like this can always help your situation out. Uh, again, I don't ever leave my house without it. I could be taking my daughter to school or I could be going to pick her up. It's going with me all the time. Um, it's, it's, it's always going to leave the house with me because you just never know when you're going to need it. And hopefully you never have to use it. Um, until, until, like I said, until you've been in a situation, you know, there was one night I could not get home because of a severe weather uh, thing that happened in this area. And, uh, you know, it was just one of those things where I, I didn't have anything with me. I, you know, I had nothing. And at that point, I just said, you know, I got to start carrying stuff with me everywhere I go just in case. I don't ever want to have to go through this ever again. Mm. And especially if you have a family, right? I mean, family is important. You want to be able to protect your family. So, um, you know, it's like traveling in flip-flops. I don't, I don't like traveling flip-flops. And my wife's always like, why don't you travel in flip-flops? I'm like, I'm not going to defend my family in flip-flops. I'm sorry. I can't do it. You're going to land in flip-flops? I can't. Tra- yeah, you're right. <laughs> I can't train in flip-flops. So, uh, but yeah, just being prepared is, is the main thing. And hopefully this, this podcast will help people, um, you know, build their own pack, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. And to touch on that, if you don't know how to use those things, they're worthless. So uh, get some training. There's yeah, lots absolutely. of uh, lots of great resources, even you know, in Virginia, um, whether it's survival training, firearms training, um, the uh, medical training. That's a that that's one that is uh, crucial. Sometimes free, sometimes not free, but but well worth it. Um, mm-hmm. That's the kind of stuff. It's not fun. It's not cool. It's not um, you know you're not maybe not going to post on social media about it and. But it's uh it's it's genuinely you're more likely to save somebody's life in a medical emergency than you are to have to use a firearm in self defense. Yep. Um, I, I have I've had to use my medical kits multiple times, uh, a couple times to save lives. Uh, once on myself, um, you know, once with a you know friend of myself, and uh, you know, using had to use a tourniquet there and and all that stuff and like having it was worthless because like if you don't know how to use it. Um, so having the training though is ma- what made it useful. Um, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So having stuff is great. Uh, maybe you get lucky and somebody else knows how to use it, but being able to use it yourself and having the training and the confidence, uh, the confidence that comes with training. Um, so especially if you are, have anxiety about situations and, and like something bad going wrong, man, if you want to, if you want to really solidify your mind, uh, train. Yeah. Yep. yep. Absolutely. So, yeah, train 100%. and you will, you will be so much more, so much happier, just genuinely happier. Uh, and with with the confidence that comes with that so yep i mean even as an individual you should be as self-reliant as possible Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. um as someone with a family or with people that you're trying to take care of or even going out with friends that that may not have the time or money or whatever you know whatever they come up with why they can't go educate themselves or, or buy the equipment um you have people relying on you and it that really could make the difference you know, it really, it really could make absolutely. Yeah, this is why we carry get home bags. Yeah, that's why. That's exactly. right. That's exactly why. There's a yeah. million different names for it, but uh, yeah, that's 
the the end premise is all the same stay safe and get home mm-hmm. that's um, right you know stay you know keep your family safe and get back to get back to living life yeah man yeah well thanks for doing this guys yeah thank you for having thanks us thanks for having yep. us on huh? yeah it was a good uh, good topic good input good data good stuff man i appreciate it yes yeah, sir yeah all right thanks, thanks for listening on. and uh got any questions on this stuff uh, if it's too much to absorb <laughs> you can always rewind and listen to it again or just come by and talk to these any of us uh talk to these guys about uh what we did to build these up and you know a lot of these products we sell here some we don't but uh any questions reach out yeah mm-hmm. definitely. all right i'm glad to help all right thanks guys <laughs> sir thank, thank you. you thanks for listening to the green top outdoors podcast Hunting, fishing, and all things outdoors. It's not just a hobby, it's a lifestyle. Like and subscribe to the Green Top Outdoors podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, and learn more about Green Top at greentophuntfish.com.